I'm going to be sharing the best books I read in 2023, and I'm going to be breaking down the top book across five different categories. If you're ready to become a more well-rounded reader, then let's go. Hey friends, welcome to the Inspire to Write podcast. My name is Olivia Roan. I'm a writer who loves Jesus, a dog mom, a story development nerd, and I have a huge passion for all things creative. I know you have a story on your heart that you're dying to tell. There is something unique inside of you that God is trying to call out through your creativity. But you get caught up in the details of how do I write a good story? How do I make my characters come to life on the page? Does my book truly matter? You find yourself stuck writing chapter one over and over, burnt out, discouraged, and on the brink of quitting. I made this podcast because I believe in your story. I want to encourage you through scripture and help you develop your craft, grow spiritually, and create with the creator in mind. If you are ready to make an impact through your book that will honor God no matter what market you choose to write for, then grab a notebook and some coffee and let's get inspired to write. Hi everyone! As always, thank you so much for joining me. I'm so happy you're here and I have a really exciting topic for today and so many great book recommendations lined up for you. But before we dive in, I wanted to mention our review of the day and today's review comes from the Beauty Hunters podcast and they say, this is a fantastic podcast for creatives who want to get unstuck and write from the heart. Olivia gives great tacticals to help you achieve your writing dreams. She offers ways to stay disciplined and keep creativity flowing while cheering you on. Stay tuned for more. Thank you so much to the Beauty Hunters podcast. And if you want more content relating to creating with the creator in mind, the Beauty Hunters podcast is another great one to check out. But thank you to them for leaving the kind review. And if you haven't left a review yet for my show, I would really appreciate it. And your review just might be featured on the podcast. But now it's time to talk about the best books I read in 2023. And I am so excited to talk about this with you guys today because when I was sitting down to determine my writing goals for 2023, I was in a place where I was so burnt out, so discouraged, and I kept sitting down to write and nothing was coming to my brain and I prayed and I cried out to God and I said, what should I do? I really want to write this book. I really want this year to be the year I make significant progress on it. How can I do that when I just can't even bring myself to put a word down on the page? And I just feel like God so clearly spoke to me in that moment and said, don't make a writing goal. And I was like, wow, that doesn't seem helpful to me at all. But He then elaborated and said, and said, instead of making a writing goal, I want you to make a reading goal. And it instantly made sense on why he was saying that to me. Because I tend to view creativity like breathing. There are times when you need to breathe in and take creativity in. And there's times where you need to breathe out and actually create. And I think what he was saying to me was that balance there was off and I needed to inhale and take in some inspiration and take in some creativity and start reading and finding that motivation that was going to propel me towards my goals in the future. I was just stretching myself too thin 
and not connecting to the heart of why I love to write in the first place is because I love stories and I wasn't actually connecting to books or stories that I loved because I was too busy trying to push myself to create. So 2023 was the year that I set out to refill my creative well through reading and I've got to tell you I loved it so much. I read way more books than I normally read in a year and I'm not saying I had the craziest of reading goals. I just set out to read 52 books this year and I think I almost made it. I Maybe I got to like 50 or something. I don't know. But with each book I read, I could really feel myself coming back to life again and the inspiration coming back to me and it's just like feeling my, my blood pumping again where I just felt so worn out and dry before. I just kind of felt like I was coming back to life and if you find yourself in that kind of situation too, you're welcome to borrow that word that the Lord gave to me and... Maybe this is your year of refilling your creative well, and I have some book recommendations that could start off your 2024 strong. And I happen to read a lot of different genres, so hopefully there is something in here that will appeal to you. And I'll even challenge you to try something outside of what you normally read. You might be surprised, I know I was, with what you will enjoy. Starting off these book recommendations really strong with my favorite category, and that is middle grade. So the best middle grade book I read in 2023 is Wolf Hollow by Lauren Wolk. Oh my gosh, guys, I loved this book so much. It caught me by surprise because I didn't think I loved historical fiction and this book totally proved me wrong and maybe I'll read more in 2024 because wow this was amazing but before I go on a rant let me tell you a little bit about what this book is actually about. So it follows Annabelle and she lives a quiet life in her small Pennsylvania town until a new student Betty enters her life and Betty quickly reveals herself to be cruel and manipulative and while her bullying seems isolated at first, she quickly starts to target Toby, a reclusive World War I vet who Annabelle only knows to be very kind. So Annabelle will find the courage to stand as a lone voice of justice when tensions mount against Toby. Okay, rant time now. <laughs> read this book. If you don't read this book, you're doing yourself a disservice. I love this book. I think one of the biggest things that stood out to me was not only the atmosphere and how real it seemed, the characters and how they just grabbed at my heart. It was also the way that the conflict escalated and the way the stakes were raised and took it to a place that honestly kept surprising me a little bit. And the antagonist in this book was just incredible. And by incredible, I mean awful. It shocked me every single time on how cruel this little girl could be. I was not expecting to love this book as much as I did. And I was like, oh, okay, school billet bully. Oh no, what's the worst that can happen? And it turns out there's a lot of worse that can happen. I loved my experience reading this book. And if you give it a try, I know you'll love it too. 
please read it again. Wolf Hollow by Lauren Wolk. You could probably tell how much I loved that one. <laughs> that was probably like my, my top, my number one of 2023. Like I said, starting off strong. The next category I have is the best fantasy I read in 2023. And it seemed like I read a lot of them because this genre is very popular online. So people are always recommending fantasy books. And I finally got the chance to read Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo. And if you haven't read this yet, what are you doing? I might be the last person on planet Earth who has not read the Six of Crows duology. But in case I'm not, let me just tell you, read this book. You won't regret it. Just read it. Read it. That's all I have to say. The Six of Crows duology takes place after the Shadow and Bone trilogy, but I have a confession to make. I still have not read the Shadow and Bone trilogy. The duology sounded much more intriguing to me, so I kind of skipped over the Shadow and Bone trilogy just to get to, to the duology because everybody was talking about how good it was. And I'm, I'm kind of glad I did. Did I spoil a couple of things for myself in the other books? Maybe, but I loved the duology too much to care. <laughs> but if you are looking to read everything in her universe in order check out Shadow and Bone first in that trilogy. Or if you're like me, just skip to the duology. If you were going to read anything in the Grishaverse from Lee Bardugo, make it the duology because it was great. Six of Crows follows six different very unique characters and they all happen to be criminals, a part of this gang and they have been enlisted to pull off this giant heist and I know I'm being very vague but it is so intriguing the trouble they get into and then the creative ways that they get out of it but the world building is amazing the characterization is top-notch and the relationship between characters and the stakes that come from this, these conflicts and the plot. It's just the way it's all woven together. Do yourself a favor and read this book if you haven't. I, like I said, I might be the only person in the world who has not read this book yet, but it made my list, so I had to talk about it. The next category I have is the best classic book I read in 2023. Now, disclaimer, I don't read a lot of classic books. That is a goal of mine for 2024 is to read more classics. But I did give one a try this year that I loved and it surprised me a bit because I think I have the same deterrence that most people have when it comes to classics of, am I going to be able to understand the language? Is it going to be boring? Am I going to be intrigued? Am I going to finish it? Like, it turns out I had nothing to worry about when it came to reading A Study in Scarlet by Sir Arthur Cannon Doyle, which is the first book in the Sherlock Holmes series. I'm looking forward to reading more of Sherlock Holmes in 2024 and some other classics, but A Study in Scarlet was really great. It took me by surprise how much I enjoyed it. 
It doesn't read like a modern novel, obviously, because it is a classic, but there was still so many good golden nuggets that were intriguing to me. Descriptions that I loved, plot devices that kept me hooked, and I remember my sister kept trying to, like, talk to me while I was reading this book, and I was like, look, I am so invested in this right now, please leave me alone, <laughs> and that's not how I envisioned reading a classic, so I think, I think I need to give more classics a try, I think they get a bad rep, you know, so this changed my mind about classics, and that's what I love about reading, is that you gain new perspective, and you find out you're wrong, <laughs> The last category I have for today is the best nonfiction book I read this year. And again, I don't read a lot of nonfiction, but I read enough to where I did have a favorite. So my favorite nonfiction was The God of the Garden by Andrew Peterson. This book describes itself as thoughts on creation, culture, and the kingdom. And the reason this book stood out to me was the sense of home that it instilled in me, the importance of letting deep roots sink into a place and making that place your home and that community your community and the longing that it woke up in me just to admire God's creation not only in nature but the community that he has intentionally placed you in and I appreciate this book for that. Um, it's a memoir but it's also an attempt to wake up the reader to the glory of God shining through his creation. That's also what it says here on the back, and that's a great way to describe it. It's kind of just, you know, musings and um, thoughts and uh, commentary on, uh, you know, creation, culture, and kingdom, like it says. <laughs> it's, um, it's beautiful. So if you're looking for something that really awakens your love for creation, this is the book for you. This book was a gift from my sister, and Andrew Peterson also wrote a middle grade series, which she has been dying for me to check out because she knows I love middle grade, and that is probably another book I will be reading in 2024. I have to check out his middle grade fiction now that I have read one of his nonfiction books, and I happen to really like it, even though I don't love nonfiction. So those are all of my book recommendations, the best books I read in 2023. I would love to know what are some of the best books you've read in 2023 and some book recommendations you have for me. You can connect with me on Instagram at the Inspire to Write podcast. And don't forget, if you were enjoying this show, please leave a written review over on Apple Podcast and share this show with a friend so that more people can be inspired to write and I hope you are motivated and ready to go on not only your writing goals, but your reading goals. I hope 2024 is your best year yet. And as always, I cannot wait to read your book. So please go write it. 
Thank you for listening to today's episode. If this podcast is helping you or encouraging you in any way, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts to help this show grow. And don't forget to subscribe and share this show with a friend or somebody who you know needs to be inspired to write.